0: time once again for a certain page today's reading comes from samuel johnson's preface to shakespeare the poet of whose words i have undertaken the revision may now begin to assume the dignity of an ancient and claim the privilege of established fame and prescriptive veneration He has long outlived his century, the term commonly fixed as the test of literary merit. Whatever advantages he might once derive from personal illusions, local customs, or temporary opinions have for many years been lost. Every topic of merriment or motive of sorrow which the modes of artificial life afforded him now only obscure the scenes which they once illuminated. The effects of favor and competition are at an end. The tradition of his friendships and his enmities has perished. His works support no opinion with arguments nor supply any faction with invectives. They can neither indulge vanity nor gratify malignity, but are read without any... ...any other reason than the desire of pleasure, and are therefore praised only as pleasure is obtained. Yet thus unassisted by interest or passion, they have passed through variations of taste and changes of manners, and as they devolved from one generation to another, have received new honors at every transmission. But because human judgment, though it be gradually gaining upon certainty never becomes infallible, and approbation, though long continued, may yet be only the approbation of prejudice or fashion, it is proper to inquire by what peculiarities of excellence Shakespeare has gained and kept favor of his countrymen. Nothing can please many and please long, but just representations of general nature. Particularly manners can be known to few, and therefore few only can judge how nearly they are copied. The irregular combinations of fanciful invention may delight a while by that novelty of which the common satiety of life sends us all in quest. But the pleasures of sudden wonder are soon exhausted, and the mind can only repose on the stability of truth." Shakespeare is above all writers, at least above all modern writers, the poet of nature, the poet that holds up to his readers a faithful mirror of manners and of life. His characters are not modified by the customs of particular places, unpracticed by the rest of the world, by the peculiarities of studies or professions, which can operate but upon small numbers— or by the accidents of transient fashions or temporary opinions. They are the genuine progeny of common humanity, such as the world will always supply and observation will always find. His persons act and speak by the influence of those general passions and principles by which all minds are agitated, and the whole system of life is continued in motion. In the writings of other poets, a character is too often an individual. In those of Shakespeare, it is commonly a species. This has been A Certain Page.